Good morning, everyone. It is the first day of the month, the month of February. Cannot even believe we went through the whole entire month of January. It just went by like a flash. Um, but we are so excited to be here this morning. This morning, we have an amazing guest, Ms. Celine Sarkisloo. And I think I said that right, but you can always correct me. <laughs> Celine is the president of the ICC Los Angeles Basin Chapter. In addition to that, Ms. Celine works for the city of Glendale, and she's a building and code specialist in the building industry for about seven years. And just in case you missed it, <laughs> Celine was also featured in ICC's Region One, uh, Region One radio podcast with Mr. Tim Spears. So um, please feel free to check that out as well. Really awesome, really candid interview there. Celine, good morning. Thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, thank you for having me. How are you guys? Great, great, great. Pete, how are you? How are you holding up? I'm great. I'm doing great. I'm so excited to have Celine here. And, you know, we always tell the origin story of how we met. You know, I met uh, Celine in uh, Pittsburgh. You know, I just happened to um, uh, invite myself to one of their dinners for the <laughs> basic chapter. You know, I drank a lot of Susan Dowdy of the Herb Plus One and got to meet uh, Celine there. An interesting story because the first impression Celine got of me was I was having these crazy cramps. And one of her uh, one of her board members said, "Hey, take shots of mustard," and that's how Celine met me. She met me as a guy just taking shots of mustard to relieve my cramp. He's <laughs> the mustard guy, so I I save him as you know, paint mustard. <laughs> yeah, yeah she, has, she has a little bottle of Heinz. You know, that's my yeah. profile pic. So. Well, thank so you now, for coming now, on. Now we all know, Pete, that we have to carry a little bottle of mustard for you, um, just in case. <laughs> And Celine's in my backyard in, um, I live in LA County. I work in Orange County, but um, big proponent of LA County. So with that, Miss Celine, welcome. Thank you for coming on. Really appreciate your time today uh, for us on the National Code Enforcement Network. Yeah, so we're gonna, we're gonna dive right in. Celine, we wanna know all the things. So what I mean by that is we wanna know a little bit about your journey in the building industry. Um, how you started, when you started, what led you to even start um, if it was something that you worked on if it was coincidence that you built on or what it was that led you to where you are today and then just kind of talk a little bit about what it is that you do um, I know that we were talking about ICC code hearings um, in which we were we were both a part of and and so we were just kind of talking about that a little bit here and so we can even dive into that in, in a little bit but tell us a little bit about yourself sure absolutely so um I guess from early age, I always loved structures and structures and building. And um, back in home, uh, I'm from Iran and Tehran, and I moved to the United States in 2009. Um, so I was like about 14 years old. There was a, uh, a very destructive earthquake that happened back home, and it killed over 34,000 people. And um, at that moment, I found out that you don't need to be in a medical field to help people. Just designing the safe structures will help that. So from that age, I always wanted to be an architect, honestly, until um, I graduated high school. And back home, the, um, the school system is completely different from here. You can just apply for a college and get in and um, you know, continue your education. You need to take an entrance exam, which is like over like 12, 14 courses. So I studied for that exam and my family decided that, hey, we're gonna move to the United States. Um, so uh, when I, arrived here, um, the first building that um, I looked at it and I was amazed was um, City of Glendale uh, Public Works building because it does have a base isolator. Um, at that moment, I decided to become a civil engineer and I didn't know that four years later I would find a job at the same building and I'm going to start working, working for building and safety. But from day one that I arrived, my mission, my goal was to get education, get my degree and you know, be an independent woman. Um, so I started my college, um, obviously the first two years you struggle with your English, taking English classes, so you can take other courses. And then after my community college, I transferred, I obtained my bachelor's degree in civil engineering. And while I was at school, um, I got introduced to building and safety. And I was looking for a job and an internship and I didn't know that building and safety exists. So when they told me that, hey, why don't you try, you know, City of Glendale Building and Safety, I 
I was like, all right, but I need to do some research. All I, all I knew that it must be about the safety of the structures. So I submitted my resume and I started as a volunteer for Glendale. And then after a couple months, they hired me as an hourly. And then after my graduation, um, I started as a full-time uh, uh, plan checker and I continued my journey. While I was at the, um, at the you know, job, I got introduced to fire protection engineering and I obtained my master's recently. So Celine, one of, one of the things that we always ask folks, where did you see this volunteer opportunity for the city? And you know, what made you decide, hey, I want to volunteer? I know you already had it in your heart that you're gonna work in this industry. And you know, when you visualize that, it, it normally happens if you have your heart into it. But when, where was that first opportunity? Were the application, where, where did you find that opportunity? So it was an accident. I told my cousin, which uh, used to work at Glendale, and she was an, um, a student worker, and she was working that summer. And uh, she said, we have a lot of architects and engineers working for this department. And I was like, what are they doing exactly? Are they designing something? Because when you go to engineering school, all you think is to design something. And, and she said, no, actually they do plan check. Um, so that's how I got introduced and I started. Um, and then uh, I got introduced to inspections office first that I was doing mostly paperwork and then slowly to permit services and then from permit services to plan check. That's awesome. That's very cool. What were, what were some of the things that appealed to you the most when you started working for Glendale? So you said you worked for permit services. So I, I assume that maybe like interfacing with customers and issuing permits and then leading to plan of view. What were some of the things that appealed to you the most? So when I started, the good thing that um, from day one, I've always had the greatest mentors. They teach me everything. So I've never struggled with, you know, learning because um, resources was there. They were always there to help me. So in the beginning, um, they teach me in general, what kind of permits do we have? What is contractor state license board? And I started doing like um, permits uh, that we were receiving by mail or fax at that time. And then slowly they um, uh, asked me to go to the counter and help a customer, which built my customer service um, skills. Um, it was it wasn't smooth process for me. However, it was challenging as I um, switched it to plan check because when you start as a plan check and you don't have the experience, it can be overwhelming and especially dealing with customers that they have so many years of experience. Yeah. It's it's kind of hard to tell them that hey, this is not right. This is not based on the code, or sometimes they challenge you and you don't have the answer. So that was the challenging part for me, but you know, um, as I continued and I started learning, um, uh, I guess that part uh, got easier. You know, one of, one of the things I always see when I mentor people is that their willingness to ask for help. And you know, you're one of those people that you're always asking questions, and so you know, people are always giving you answers because you know, in our in our field, sometimes people are afraid to ask questions because they don't want to seem like they don't know what they're doing, or they don't want to, you know, look, uh, you know, like they're in, in um, incapable of learning. So when you ask these questions and people give you those answers, you you constantly feed your your need to learn, and that's beautiful, you know. And and I think, you know, you just the short time that I met you, you asked me questions and I give you answers, and it's just and I'm asking you questions, you're giving me answers, and I'm learning from each. We're learning from each other. So it's it's always important for any viewer out there that you know ask questions it's always good because you learn you know um, one of the things that we're going to segue into is you became the ICC uh, LA Basin chapter president that doesn't happen by accident you know it, it takes a lot of work and dedication to what you're doing but let's go back to your permit uh, your permit uh, counter days so all right so anyways uh, Cecilia yeah no I was just going to say that you know I, I um, I'm always intrigued to find out a little bit more about everyone's personal journey into the building industry because I find that there's always um, dots that are connected that lead to where you are today and so for example um, Celine just hearing that you know I started off with permit services I myself started off as a permit technician but before that as an office assistant and before that as a telephone operator that was kind of just working her way up to, to where I wanted to land and and I always say that, you know, for our permit techs, you know, they do so much at the front counter and they interface with customers all the time. And, you know, you're constantly looking at blueprints and maybe planning and all that good stuff. 
So seeing that progression and really showing that as, as a permit, te- permit services person or a permit tech, that there really is a path for growth, right? So for you, you know, it catapulted you into um, getting into plan review. And even though you're, you're maneuvering through and trying to understand with, with minimal experience at the time, it, it really built your confidence base to ask the questions and to and to maybe get ahead of the challenges of the, the contractor that's been in the business for 35 years that thinks he knows all the, all the answers and here you're trying to tell him, well, actually it's wrong because of, right? Or right. being challenged in that regard. But I think it's inspirational, Celine, to to hear your story as to what your vision was as a little girl and really making that connection of, hey, I don't necessarily have to be a doctor to help somebody. I can actually go into the building industry and be just as helpful in our community at a larger scale, right? With, with you know, construction and being out there in the industry. And so that I think is really awesome also to, to highlight. Um, once you got into plan review, what were some of the things that worked for you? Um, my transition was very again smooth because while I was at, um, uh, I was a permit associate or permit tag and I was working at the counter, my supervisor started to teach me uh, some basic stuff such as um, framing, foundation. And when I, and I truly mean this, when he told me, do you know what is the difference between roof rafters and ceiling joists? I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> so um, he was taking me to actually to uh, uh, Home Depot and he was showing me the material so I can vision and understand what is happening. So um, slowly, you know, um, they, they taught me how the structure works, especially mostly residential, one-story buildings. And while they were exp- explaining the structure, they also uh, showed me the code book that you can check based on this code. Um, they made me read those code books, code books, which was brutal at that time. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was again, it was overwhelming. It was a lot of information, and I never thought that I can I can understand. But again, when you're passionate about something, when you're passionate about your career, you'll do anything to achieve to that goal. Um, while I was still hourly worker and I was a permit tech, I uh, got one of my ICC certification. Um, it was the residential building inspector. And after that, um, I obtained my plan examiner uh, certification. But um, through all these steps, I've always had my mentor. I, some, I always had somebody next to me that they, they always teach me. Until now, um, I go to my coworkers, I ask them questions. And because we're a smaller jurisdiction, um, each person is uh, assigned to a specific uh, project. Um, myself, I work mostly on residential, but here and there when there's a tenant improvement, you know, there are a lot of accessibility questions that I don't know the answer. And we have a CAS certified. I always call him. I always, you know, send an email and, you know, he helps me there. Or we have, you know, superstructure group that they work on high-rise building. So, you know, I go to them and they help me. And I believe that will help to build a great uh, team because we are close to each other. We always ask questions, you know, because, um, our group, my group, that I'm working with two, two other individuals, and we usually cover the counter. They always come to us to ask, you know, questions regarding applications, fees, or like simple stuff. Uh, but um, that that help us to build a great team, and because of that, we have such a great environment to work, and we are so close. We are really good friends. Yeah, you know, I and I want to highlight something that you said. Um, you know, when, when you are motivated and when you when you have that as a goal, right? I guess I guess you could say it whether where there's a will, there's there's a miscellane, right? You're gonna get it done, right? You you have that passion for it. But I think what, what is also important in what you said was, you know, I do residential, but when I when I have to do a TI yeah, I have to ask questions because of the ADA component. And I think that that right there is so fundamental to get out to our building industry of professionals because sometimes there's that fear factor, right? If I ask a question, someone's going to doubt my abilities. If I ask a question, they might look at me different. If I ask a question, then it's going to sound like I don't know what I'm talking about. And I think it's really getting past that fear factor, really getting past the fear of being judged because you don't know the answer and really kind of putting yourself out there. Hey, can you break down ADA for me? Because I have this TI that I need to get to. So I think that that is really fundamental. What you said, Selena, is the importance of building that team 
so that you can all grow mutually, which helped you, right? As far as it is helping you as far as growing into the plan review uh, realm of things. So that that is awesome. Um, Misseline, where do you see yourself going or moving? What's your trajectory look like as far as your journey in the building industry? Um, when I started with Building and Safety after a couple of years, my goal was to become a building official. That was my vision. I need to become a building official. But now if you ask me, um, I having that position, it's, it's important for me. Um, but being a good leader is more important. So whether I get there or in between, if there is a management position, I'll be happy with that. But um, I want to learn as much as I can so I can help my industry. Um, and I'm, I'm trying because I always believe that your every day's hard work yeah. um, will be the reason that you're, su you're successful in the future. So um, definitely I'll be in building and safety for the rest of my career. Um, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah. No, I think those are great goals to have. And you just never know where you're going to land, right? I mean, if you have those goals, you continue to work towards them. And I really like what you said, leadership is really important. And I think leadership is a fundamental component of any position that you land in within this industry. So that is, that's really great. So Celine, um, you and I had the opportunity and she, she reminded me of this. Um, Celine had an opportunity to serve in the code hearings. What, what was your experience? And then I'll share mine, but I want to hear your experience because I think it it's exciting. It was fascinating. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was such a unique experience, especially that um, when you go there for the first time, you're just amazed to see so many people from both public and you know private sector. And, and uh, to me, everyone is coming there for one mission, to make sure that we can build, build a safer environment in future. And, you know, the pr pr proposal to our code changes um, are getting better and better, uh, re regardless of, you know, disagreements. Um, so uh, the first couple, first two days when I met my, you know, shadow program, uh, and most of them, all of them, they have either less than 10 years of experience or they are younger than 35 years old. So uh, I believe we built such a connection uh, that for the rest of our career, we can rely on each other and we can call or text and ask questions because it's nationwide. Um, I know somebody from Florida. I know somebody from Texas, you know, Arizona. It's, it's great to have that connection and share the ideas and see what is happening on the other side of the country. And yeah. I'm not talking about the you know, boards, uh, directors, because out of their crazy schedule, they, they, all, they, they found their they found time to help us to learn about what is actually happening. And then after that, it was the code hearing and the annual business meeting. And um, it was it was it was fascinating. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah, so, absolutely. So, Celine, for those that don't know, um, what is the ICC board shadow program? So um, if I don't make a mistake, the shadow program started about like four or five years ago. Uh, basically, each director can pick a person uh, that has less than 10 years of experience in building industry, industry, or they are younger than 35 years old. And they sign up for seven days and they shadow their uh, director and uh, they see each step, uh, what they're doing, all the meetings, um, decision the decisions that they're making, and then after that is the code hearing. Yeah, and you know, having that experience, you, you get to learn a lot what the actual board of directors does because it's a great responsibility and they serve a lot. You know, if I'm not mistaken, they have over 70,000 members that they're accountable for. So, I mean, it's a big responsibility and you uh, having the opportunity, you uh, shadowed uh, Stuart Tom, I believe, right? Correct, yes. So Stuart Tom was the building official of City of Glendale and after that, uh, he was the fire marshal city of Glendale so um, and I didn't know about this till uh, he called me and uh, he asked me that if I'm interested to go to shadow program so he told me because when I started working um, as a volunteer he already moved to fire department I didn't meet him in uh, in person you know um, until I started going to ICCLA based in chapter uh, but he said that he remembered when I came to the you know department and I applied for the job um, and uh, I submitted my resume and uh, he said since then I was kind of 
you know, watching you to see what you're doing. But I got lucky again because I had good mentors and then um, they kind of, not forced me, but in the beginning, they, they really forced me to go to ICCLA based in chapter. They're like, this is a great community. You're going to learn a lot. And I'm glad that they did because um, from that chapter, I met more people and um, I got introduced to the committee chairs and I got lucky that I got um, selected for the board of directors. And, you know, all these opportunities, you know, we don't say, you know, sometimes we say you get you get voluntold, you know, and sometimes we say, hey, your, your management is challenging you to do, you know, things outside your comfort zone. Yep. And that's a great thing. Now, when it comes to, you know, the shadow program, were, were you a little bit scared going into the shadow program? Like, hey, I'm going to be around all these board of directors or how was your experience? How did you how did you um you know, with the other shadows. So what was your main experience? What was a big takeaway of the personalities and, you know, the camaraderie that you experienced? Um, I wasn't scared. I would say I was more nervous. Um, and again, because you don't think that you know a lot. And it, our industry is so broad. We have mechanical, electrical, plumbing, building. I mean, there's no way that you can have all that knowledge. And my concern was that if I go there, um, what if something comes up? What if there's a discussion that I don't know the answer? Um, that was that was the uh, part that kind of made me nervous. But as soon as you know, I walked into that room and I saw everyone, and I can't tell you how friendly everyone was, including the previous you know shadow program. Uh, individuals, including the um, uh, board of directors and uh, that year's, you know, uh, individuals that joined for the program. So um, first day, first hour, you know, uh, we introduced each other and we started actually, you know, spending those seven days together. Yeah, and you have uh, Cecilia, who was also an alumni of the board shadow program. Uh, so Cecilia, what can you add to the conversation about the shadow program? Best experience of my life, <laughs> of my professional life. Um, I, Selena, I couldn't agree with you more. I think for me, um, it, obviously, it's 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 an honor to be asked to be a board shadow. It's it for me the same as you, Selena. It was unexpected. I didn't I didn't know what it was. I hadn't heard about it before. Um, but just kind of getting a little bit of that information, it was really exciting because. You know, you're thinking to yourself, okay, great, I get to go and, and go to the ABM and kind of understand what's going on there. But it isn't until you get there that you realize the magnitude of what is happening before your eyes. And and not only that, but I think what really struck me as amazing was just everyone walking with a smile. Everyone's walking with a smile. Hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? And, and these are folks that you hadn't met before, but everyone's so welcoming and, you know, just you know, wanting to, to know you and amicable and, and, you know, showing you around and, and so easygoing that for me, it was probably one of the greatest experiences being able to see how the board works, um, being able to see how the committees work. Um, I was really excited about the Emerging Leaders um, Membership Council or the ELMC. That was something that for me was like, oh my gosh, my people, my tribe. I, I want to know these people. I, I want to, I want to do the things and show up to the meetings. And and um, I always, I always see someone say, I want to be one of the cool kids. <laughs> um, but it was, it was really neat to see that there are other individuals out there that are like-minded, right? That have goals and aspirations that are very much passionate about the building industry as you are, because you know sometimes you think to yourself, or at least I did. Am I the only code nerd out there? You know, is it, is it just me? <laughs> and then you find out, no, there's a lot of people out there that are really into the codes. And, and not only that, but the grander scale of things, I think for me was the presentations, right? Um, the uh, going out to the Middle East to connect and to build and to, you know, help even those regions of, you know, the world with codes um, to, you know, be there to, you know, look, look and listen about Chicago adopting codes, you know, ICC codes and things like that. I mean, it's everything. The whole experience is amazing. It's amazing. And I think for me, it really opened up the ability to understand that there are other committees out there in which we can volunteer. And, you know, to speak on that a little bit, 
when you look at these opportunities, they're not like, oh, great, I got to volunteer. You know, I got to, it's not, it's not that you're actually like, where can I, where can I volunteer? <laughs> Sign me up or like, throw me in coach, right? Like, let me get, let me get to know these things. It's, it's so exciting. And, and for me, I think that's what it was. It was really exciting. I was really thankful for the opportunity. My, my uh, board shadow um, for, was a, uh, not board shadow, but my board of director that I shadowed was Chris Bridges and um, awesome, awesome board of director, still keep in touch. I still, he's still very much one of my mentors that I go to and I bounce ideas off of like, hey, Chris, what do you think about this? Or what do you think about that? Um, I, you know, joined the ELMC uh, meetings as, you know, a, you know, a, a member, if you will, to just kind of hear and see what's going on. And I try to participate in those things and, and really understand how we can make a difference in what we do. But yes, it's a whole nother world, Selene. I think, I think it was really amazing. Being able to participate in the code hearings was amazing. Like you, I think I was a little nervous, but once, once I got into my, into my, you know, zone of code, I was like, oh, I, I think I got it. I think I know the, I think I know the answer. <laughs> So it's it was a great experience, and I recommend it for anybody out there that has an opportunity to just Absolutely. take it all in, really take it all in. And one of the things, uh, Pittsburgh was very, um, it was a big deal. You know, it's uh, one of those, uh, you're coming back from the pandemic, you know, so we got to go out there and experience and meet new people. And everybody was so excited you know, to, to meet everybody. So one of the things that was more exciting was watching the ICC LA Basin chapter receive the Chapter Merit Award. And what is the Chapter Merit Award there, Ms. Celine? <laughs> Yes, so um, we received an email that our chapter is receiving an award during the code hearing. Um, so um, obviously I was, the, unfortunately, I was the only one that was participating actually uh, to that meeting. Um, the other four uh, board of directors couldn't, um, but this award uh, was dedicated to a chapter that increased the membership during the pandemic and they continue to provide trainings and meetings. And it was such an honor to be there and receive this award. Uh, I was so excited to bring back that uh, to home and show it to everyone and post it on social media. Um, so yeah, so uh, during this pandemic, we continue our monthly meetings. We continue to provide webinars. Um, even though we didn't know which direction we were going, we were thinking that COVID will be done in two weeks, three weeks or a month. We continue. We create a platform on Facebook, and again, at that moment, we just do whatever that you think is right. Um, we create a platform on Facebook, even though not a lot of our members uh, had that platform. So we started, um, um, uh, you know, talking about what is happening in our jurisdictions, how we are handling, and then after that, we create a Zoom meeting, uh, Zoom account, and we continued our meetings. And we found out that actually we get more members more participants during those meetings than our in-person meetings. And uh, something funny that we weren't expecting to have more than 100 people. And uh, we had this one uh, training, I believe, and our account was for only 100 people. Otherwise, we had to upgrade it for more. And we weren't expecting that. So we were in the middle of the training, um, and then we were getting emails that, hey, I cannot you know, sign in because it was free webinar. And we had to log into Zoom and you know, upgrade our um, uh, account so we can have more people. So we, we increased our membership and um, at one point uh, we had over like 150 participants, which is great. And that was not from only LA County because before when we had our in-person meetings, mostly from it was from LA County. Now we are, you know, um, seeing a lot of people from um, different even states which is amazing. And that is one thing that we're hoping that we can we can continue doing it even when we go back to the normal. And that is outstanding. It's amazing. And, you know, me, I'm an Orange County chapter kind of guy, but, you know, I've seen some of your trainings and I'm very interested, you know, the uh, code enforcement chapter of Orange County, giving some training in LA County and doing vice versa. And uh, the camaraderie that you share with Orange County, it's awesome. 
Now, um, when we talk about the ICC chapters, let's go back and what actually got you involved with the ICC chapter because one day you didn't just wake up and become president. So, <laughs> you know, so how was it? How was your introduction? How did you learn about the chapter? How, what made you, um, you know, join a committee or if there's committees, what committees are there? You know, the, we, we want all the goods on the ICC LA Basin chapter because sure. it is one of the biggest chapters out there. So Correct, yeah, yeah. And we are representing 89 jurisdictions in LA County. So again, I was I was new. I was hourly a worker, and uh, my uh, building official at that time um, told me that uh, I need to go to one of the meetings with him. And I walked in in a room with so many knowledgeable people, and uh, I got introduced to a couple of them. And um, Susan Dowdy obviously was there, and they told me this is the person that you need to know <laughs> she, she's going to be a great mentor just make sure that you know you get information you talk to her and that's how it started so i was going to monthly meetings and then i became um i was a member of the fire life safety committee which uh, eugene our this year's vice president was the uh, committee chair uh, so we, I started with LA Basin chapter and continued going to their meetings and um, they uh, asked me if I'm interested to be part of the board, um, but um, you know, just joining the board, you need to fill out application, you need to get a letter of commitment from your jurisdiction. So first thing that I did, I came back, I'm like, hey, this sounds pretty interesting. I know it's a lot of work, but I feel like you know, I can do it. I'm nervous about it. And my bowling official is like, absolutely, just go for it. But I wasn't sure that I will get the position because I, I knew at that time that if there is another person with more experience, probably that person will get the position. But I got lucky, you know, um, I got uh, interviewed and, you know, I became part of the board. And I have to admit that the first couple of meetings that I was attending, I, I was like clueless. I was just sitting quiet and I was just listening to them to see what they're talking, what are the terms, you know, uh, what are the programs that they're offering. Um, but everyone is so amazing, including the uh, board of directors, including all the past presidents, sponsors, membership, everyone is so amazing and it's such a great uh, community. And it's funny because, you know, there, there's a small group of code officers and code officials out there like, who wants more work? You're like, me. <laughs> yeah, it's just funny when you when you actually join these committees, people don't realize how much work there is, you know, for now, for example, with the ICC LA Basin chapter, how many different committees? What, what kind of committees do you guys have? So we do have six different committees. Uh, it is our uh, code administration. Uh, it is our fire life safety, inspection, sustainability, accessibility, and fire life safety. And each each of these committees meet every month. Um, they work on different guidelines, handouts. They are providing training, and obviously um, our uh, administration committee, uh, they are helping with the code changes and proposals. So they are a very important component of this uh, chapter. And for those that, um don't know you know when these committees meet and you know they offer input because they're offering it to the bigger uh, membership of ICC so if uh, they have a uh, code proposal you know which eventually will make it to a court hearing right. you know it, it can make a whole difference of change in our actual model codes which is you know if you if you feel that code should be amended or looked at or reviewed this is your opportunity to be part of something to be able to change those model codes uh because it affects everybody you know we don't want these antiquated codes uh, hanging out you know some of us in our jurisdictions we have municipal codes uh, that haven't been updated since the uh, 60s so you know a lot of times you know the the code cycles go every four years and we we want to make sure that they you know they get updated uh, as frequently as possible so now, also now, Celine, uh, when, when it comes to, uh, you know, the the membership, how's your mem what's the membership comprised of mostly? Is it mostly building officials, fire fire officials, uh, code enforcement officers, uh, permit techs, or do you, do you have just a gambit of everybody? in, in your a combination of everything. And one of the things that we are trying to do is to provide trainings or webinars um, during our monthly meetings so we can have combination of everything. For example, um, every year, uh, for past three, three years, 
uh, we have a joint meeting with our fire prevention officers where, you know, code of uh, billing officials and fire officials meet. Uh, you know, there's a training and it's a great way of, you know, um, uh, connecting with them. Or um, we have uh, meetings with our uh, sister chapters. Uh, so big percentage of our members are from building industry. However, we have, you know, um, uh, other uh, construction industry people that they join. Uh, and one of the goals, and I'm hoping that it can happen this year, is to uh, collaborate more with other organizations and chapters. So we can have that um, communication uh, because communication is one of the main keys. And uh, in order for us to, to be successful, either on this side of the counter or on the other side, it's, it's to work together. Um, if, I'm a, if I'm a person working for a city and I have somebody on the other side of counter that is from you know uh, private sector, um, at the end of the day, we are working on the same project and we have to work together to make sure that it uh, can be processed, it can be built, safe and you know we can make sure that the customer is satisfied so awesome. yeah that, that's that's one of the goals that's that's really great um and you know what along the same that uh, along of along that line sorry i'm ahead of myself here um celine what do you think are some benefits uh last week we spoke with um barbara burlingame uh, and we were talking about state associations or in, in her case, National Association of Code Enforcement Officers. Um, but for ICC chapters, what do you think are the benefits of joining a chapter, building a chapter, if you will, and investing time in that? So the main thing is the uniformity. When you come, even if one person from a jurisdiction comes to this meeting, he or she can get all the information that the jurisdiction needs from the chapter and take it back to the city um, or to the company. Um, we try to, you know, provide very high uh, education programs um, and also trainings for, for, for our members. And um, one of the missions for this chapter is to provide an affordable training. So for past two years, we've been offering a lot of free training. So you don't even have to pay. And if you know, I, I completely understand that everyone is so busy uh, nowadays, but still you can um, turn on, you know, um, or log into the meeting and still let that meeting goes on where you're working on something else. And just getting the um, information, I believe, will help. Also, um, our chapter will be very beneficial for our students um, because as a student, when you join um, to any kind of chapters, not only us, uh, they will uh, get a lot of, they, they can take advantage of this because it's free. Uh, we do offer the free trainings. They will meet so many people and you never know, they might be able to find their um, future career um, in, in these organizations and uh, find the best mentors because our industry is in need of younger kids. And joining these groups, jo joining these organizations and chapters will allow them um, to get all the knowledge and get the mentorship and help them to build their career. Yeah, you know, I, I that's 100% correct. There's so much talent right now out there. So much talent that the the new right up and coming professionals and the ones that are currently there that are looking at longevity as far as their career goes in the building industry um, can really benefit from that. You're right. There's there's so much talent that's going to be leaving and retiring and and so right now it's almost that that push to like let's go ahead and extract all that we can let's ask all the questions let's get all that information and and experience that the beauty of having the chapter swing thank you for saying that is being able to connect and network being able to ask those questions to have somebody that you can fall back on and say hey can you help me you know through this or can you help me understand this or spend some time together or do things like you said and i want to get back to your building official setting but you know going to a, a home depot or uh you know um you know, Friedman's over here in, in Northern California, where you go and, and figure out, you know, what construction elements are and, you know, what plays into what. But the other thing that you mentioned is multitasking, right? We're all busy individuals. Yes, our departments 
um, rely on us to get a lot of things done all the time and we have to be on point. But you're right, Celine, you know, when we have now in the age of COVID, we turn on a Zoom meeting, it's there, it's playing or, or a Teams meeting and you can multitask, right? Because maybe something of what's being shared in that chapter meeting will resonate with you. Or you might have a question about something and someone might talk on it and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I had it on because now I can go ahead and pay attention and get that information from the person who's saying that or explaining that and then follow up with them. Um, you know, for example, today I have my my chapter meeting at 12 o'clock and, and I know it's lunchtime, but it's one of those things where we make those sacrifices, right? And they're good, positive sacrifices. We'll get lunch, we'll multitask, we'll listen to the meeting, and we'll do the thing. Um, Celine, I want to highlight your uh, building official a little bit because I've heard you talk a lot about him and say, you know, he was really supportive. He wanted to take me to this meeting and he wanted me to, involve, to get involved with ICC chapters. Um, he saw something in me, he believed in me, and he took me out to the hardware store to kind of get an idea of what is what so that I could start, you know, putting things together visually. Um, I think there's a huge benefit to mentorship. And what would you say was one of the best things that your building official has assisted you on as far as your support for your journey in this profession? Um, um, my previous building official, Young Bear, he actually retired about two years ago. Which I was so sad when he told me that, uh, but he's still involved and he um, always, um, email us, text us. Um, he said that for for me personally, it says everything for you happened at the right time. You came to the you know building at the right time that we had hiring, and then after that, you know, full time position. But um, again, he believed in me and he let me to um, experience a lot of stuff. If I wanted to go to a meeting and I was going to him, I was like, sure, yeah, of course we can do this. So. Um, he's been a really, he's been, he's been my role model. Uh, he helped me a lot and I can never forget. And I promise to myself that I will do the same thing uh, to the next generation. Same thing with my current uh, building official, Miroslav. He was the one that showed me how to actually read plans. Um, and till now, you know, I go to him for structure, even though, you know, uh, we have other individuals. Sometimes I really miss him. I knock on them, like, hey, can you explain this to me? Um, so, um, yeah, I've been fortunate with those two. And of course, I, can, I can't forget what the uh, board of directors, IC Celebacy chapter, R.S. Sarkisian, and Shaina Kellyan, and Kara Barnett did for me, because those three individuals um, really helped me to grow in the chapter, and um, they teach everything. And I am forever grateful for that. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you said something earlier when we were talking about where you saw yourself in the future, you know, going through, you know, permit services to plan review to perhaps aspiring to be a building official or something else. And you said, you know what, you guys, for me, leadership is the most important thing. And I think that the reflection that you have, the examples that you have in the leadership that you experience has played a fundamental role in how you view and how you perceive the importance of leadership. You know, the folks that made themselves available to you to support you in your endeavors and to support you as far as your career growth, rather than saying, well, Celine, no, I think you should just stay with permit services or no, I might be a little tough. They were, they were, you know, encouraging you and saying, no, yeah, let's do it. You want to learn this? Let's do it. And so, um, you know, hearing you say that, it, it runs parallel to, to what your experience has been. And I think it speaks mountains of, of how important leadership really is, as you said, in our continual growth and our continual support of folks that are wanting to come into this industry or currently are in this industry that are looking to improve, you know, their, their, their uh, professional development, if you will. Pete, were you going to say something? Yeah, so Celine is one of the most humble you know, leaders that I know. And she would say, I'm not a leader, but you know, what? You know <laughs> she is um, an ICC chapter president of one of the biggest chapters in our nation. And not only that, but she's also a female in this male dominated, uh, you know, industry. And, and it's something that needs to be, you know, there's going to be another person, another permanent tech out there that's going to look at her and say, hey, Celine can do it. I can do it. And you know what? And Celine's one of those people that if they reach out to her and ask her for guidance, she she won't say no. She'll just 
just give it to the next person. And, you know, these are things that leaders are made of. And, you know, for Celine to say, hey, I'm not a leader, you know, she is. And, you know, I just want to put that out there. You know, I'm, I admire Celine. She's, you know, she was like, oh, yeah, you're all over the place. I'm like, Celine, you know, you're doing, you're walking your own path. You're doing your own thing. You're setting your own, you're making your own pathway. And that's commendable. And, you know, I just want to say that it's, you know, and uh, Celine's going to be at, um, at the Women Leaders in Code Enforcement. We can't wait for you to meet the other uh, women in our, in our industry. <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be exciting. And you know what? I agree with Pete, Celine. I completely agree with Pete. I think that sometimes we don't really know or realize who's watching our journey and is being currently inspired by our journey. And I think that um, whether you know it or not, there are many out there that are looking to you, Celine, and what you've brought to the table and your perseverance and your drive to continue on and grow. And they're looking at that and they're saying, wow, I wanna be just like her. I wanna know what she knows. I wanna, I wanna grow up and I wanna be a Celine. And so you'd be surprised, you know, this is really great to hear. I know for me, I always get inspired when we do these lives because I learned so much from our fellow colleagues and you know what what made what set that soul on fire right what what made sure that they got that passion going for the work that they love to do so um, I know that that it's going to be great to have you at the Women Leaders in Code Symposium. Um, so I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, looking forward to meeting you in person. So, um, Celine, what is some advice that you would give those that perhaps are looking to grow, such as you were, that perhaps started off as permit technicians or administrative that are wanting to improve on their development? So first of all, it comes from us. I believe it is us, um, It is our obliga obligation to promote our profession um, because not a lot of people know about it. And one of the things that our chapter is trying to do is reach out to high schools and colleges to promote our profession. And one of the things that I always go and I tell them is like, I was not the smartest kid in the class, honestly. And I struggled. <laughs> but I work hard and I was passionate about what I want to do. Um, so it is doable. If I if I did it, it means that you can do it too. Um, I believe uh, if we talk about our profession, if we tell them that um, there, there are a lot of opportunities, you don't need to have a college degree. It's perfect to have your education. There is no doubt, but with certification, you can work and you can make good money and you can serve your community. Uh, so I guess constantly reminding and talking about our profession with help, it will help. Um, also, um, they need to find a mentor. They need to work with someone, not even one, but a couple of them, but they need to be comfortable and uh, communicate with that person because uh, mentorship is very important in our industry. And um, I don't think so that I would find my way if I didn't have enough. Um, so those are the most important thing and I believe involvement with the chapters, involvement with uh, organizations will help them to understand, will help them to grow and, you know, um, uh, and be a better, you know, individual, be a better um, uh, permit tech, uh, plan checker or inspector. And uh, things will get easier when you know more about, right? When you have the confidence, um, it, it's easier. Yeah, I would agree with uh, Celine. When you have a mentor, it it really kind of skyrockets your your you know your trajectory towards the greatness. You know, and it's it's important. And sometimes some of us feel that we don't have a mentor within our jurisdictions, and sometimes that's why you need a mentor in the chapter. Sometimes you'll find uh, you know somebody in another jurisdiction that you really gravitate to that has all the information. You're like, wow, I'm learning a lot from this these people. And good leaders always will give you the time. You know, if you ask them, hey, you know, can I pick your brain about this? They will always say yes. You know, there's never been a time that I didn't bug Celine and she didn't pick up her phone or text me. You know, it always ends up with some silly meme I'll send her. But at the end of the day, <laughs> end of the day you know, um, you know she, she's always willing and able to pick up her phone. And, you know, you have to appreciate these kind of these kind of folks. So if, you, if you're out there and, you know, you're in the L.A. Basin chapter, reach out to Celine. She's, you know, she, she's um, she's very accessible. And, you know, I, I really admire that about her. Absolutely. And I believe leaders always build leaders, right? So if you have a good leader and you are passionate about your career, eventually you'll become a leader too. 
Right. That's exactly, that is exactly right. And I really, again, want to autofocus on what Celine said. You don't just need one. We don't need to just lock ourselves to one mentor. Find many, find many. Um, that way you have a nice little network and village of, of folks that are helping you grow. Um, and, you know, if one isn't available because we're all busy, right? There's another one that can be there and be a resource to you. And everyone brings a different perspective to the table with the same end goal. So it's always great to have a variety of different mentors. It's actually a really great idea to do that. Um, for those of you that are interested in also viewing uh, Miss Celine's interview with ICC Region 1 Radio, you can actually find them um, on YouTube under ICC Region 1 Radio. Um, or you can follow uh, Celine and or Mr. Tim Spears on LinkedIn, who does an amazing job of sharing those podcast on his page as well um, or if you uh, are on the look at it and are on the list for region one emails they are often shared on the region one emails um, you definitely don't want to miss out lots of really good content and you get to know a little bit more about miss Celine. so <laughs> yeah it's been such a great chat this morning happy do you have any additional uh, points that maybe i missed that you want to uh chat about no the only other thing is that you know i really appreciate susan dowdy for connecting me with celine and you know susan dowdy is our um, icc governmental relations persons here on the west coast i always give her props she is one of a kind <laughs> love her to death and you know she's a, a a super connector so if you're in this area please connect with her she is a wealth of knowledge hooked me up with celine and now i have a lifelong friend here and uh, you know, <laughs> love it and you know i really appreciate your time that you gave us today celine I really appreciate it. And you know what? I, I love bringing people on that, you know, can share their experience, their strengths and, you know, what they're doing and how they can get involved more with, their, you know, their personal growth. And thank you. We appreciate that. Thank you both for having me. It's such an honor. And shout out to both of you for doing what you're doing. You guys are amazing. <laughs> likewise, likewise. It's been a pleasure. With that, um, we're so happy to, to bring this interview to everyone this morning um, and learn a little bit more about Miss Celine. And we thank you for hanging out with us today. Um, and stay tuned. We have many more to come every Tuesday morning from 9 to 10 PST. And Fridays, same thing, 9 to 10 PST with Miss Rachel Patterson on Code Concepts. Um, thank you, friends. And we will chat with you all soon. Take care. Bye. Thank you. Bye.